Hello, and welcome to the Voices of Vision Leaders podcast. I'm your host, Lee Nasahi, and today we'll be speaking with VisionServe Alliance member Kirk Adams, President and CEO of the American Foundation for the Blind. Hi, Kirk. Hello. Good afternoon. How are you? We are busy bees over here at the American Foundation for the Blind. We're uh, really committed to providing value to our community and being a great collaborator and partner um, across our field, and we're doing our best to do that. Awesome. So, Kirk, um, assuming you, like so many of us now, are uh, kind of staying home, where is home right now? I am in Arlington, Virginia, in uh, an apartment with my wife and our daughter, um, our, our grown adult daughter, who's an exile from New York City. And I've got my wow. office, my, my Braille display, and Perkins Brailler and laptop and Braille paper spread out all over the dining room table. And Rachel's got her office set up in our spare bedroom, and we're, uh, we're keeping on, keeping on. Well, great. Yep, a lot of us um, sharing home offices now, and it, it can get interesting. Um, I, I have so much love and respect for our colleagues that have little kids running around at the same time. I am not in that situation right. and, and thankful for it. Me either. <laughs> so, right. uh, Kirk, why don't we start by just having you share a little bit about what your current priorities are at AFB? Sure. Our strategic planning process, uh, which, which I led soon after I came to AFB, which was May of 2016, really got us focused on systems change in three broad areas, education of blind kids, employment of blind adults, and su supports for older persons who, who are um, blind and visually impaired. And um, we divested a number uh, of programs and resources that uh, were valuable and great, um, but were more geared towards supporting individuals and families rather than systems change. Mm -hmm. And we, um, as as we evolved, we 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 settled on a lens of looking at all of these things for employment. When we did the root cause analysis, um, many of the issues faced by people who are blind can be uh, addressed through a good, well-paying, interesting, meaningful career. So we're, we're, we're focusing on employment. So when we look at, at the education of blind children, what are, what are the factors that lead to successful school-to-work transition? Um, what are the factors that present barriers to successful employment as adults? Uh, obviously, the working-age blind adults um, is a big category. And then uh, for older persons, it's such a big, Big bucket with uh, we uh, all all vision serve members know uh, most legally blind people are over 65 and That's right. most people become visually impaired after living their lives as sighted people and it's the fastest growing group so so again there's so many issues faced by that demographic that we're focusing on employment um, for those individuals who become visually impaired during during their working years. How do people retain employment? How do people pivot into careers? How do employers prepare to support those employees, et cetera? At the moment, we are really focused on two things, and we just actually had a senior leadership team 
meeting this morning with with the COVID-19 situation. There are so many issues uh, that need to be addressed. Um, we can't do it all. Obviously, no one can. So at least for the, we we've decided to shorten up our our planning cycles. So the the first thing we did was uh, create a COVID-19 resource spot on our our homepage. So afb.org. Um, there's a link to a page where we've gathered um, all the resources we could find that were relevant to the current situation of people who are blind. Oh, and we great. continue to add links. Uh, we're, as, as other organizations email us or post things on Facebook, we're grabbing them and, and putting them there. Um, so that was kind of a quick and dirty, how can we be helpful right away? Um, as I mentioned, we had our first session of our virtual conference today, and we're going to uh, be producing four or five more modules over the over the next 30 days that we'll we'll make available to folks. Um, there they'll be archived. Uh, www.afb.org/virtual/afblc for American Foundation for the Blind Leadership Conference. Or just go to our homepage and find the link. So we're, we're going to focus on the virtual environment, and we're going to focus on education of blind kids in this environment, and we're going to focus on employment of blind adults, as in how can um, blind adults who are sheltered in, in place um, continue to work. You'll see a survey come out Thursday or Friday. Um, our good friends at IRA um, brought this forward. so. APH, um, Vespero, IRA, ourselves, the council, the federation. Uh, it's a survey really around technology and technology aspects of the current situation. Um, what's working? It, it's broad. It's, it's not just employment. It's health, healthcare. It's transportation. It's education. It's employment. Uh, we just want to, to again, um, take a quick quick survey of what's out there find out are there issues that we're not aware of uh, what's working what's not working um, we're running that through our institutional review board today our irb so that the results can can be publishable uh, our director of research penny rosenblum has been the lead architect on uh, on the survey and uh, she and uh, another one of our researchers will be analyzing the data and getting it out. Well, that sounds very exciting. We're, we're interested in that and happy to share that with our members too. Thank you for doing that. You um, bet. So um, you mentioned the, the uh, conference, virtual conference session you had today. Um, I think actually we talked about it before we went on air. So could you just, Talk a little bit more about that for our listeners. What the, what the session was about and your participation. Yeah, first of all, I'm so proud of AFB staff and team. Our conference was scheduled for last Thursday and Friday. Um, we brought forth our first virtual conference session today. So that that is some pretty remarkable work. It, it was sure a, it's is. a live. It was a yeah. It was a live stream focusing on um, education of, of blind children virtually and looking at different platforms uh, that distance learning can uh, occur on and assessing them and giving information about how, how uh, 
families, parents, teachers, um, students can can use these tools and resources. And um, I tried to log on, and I was a minute late, and it said uh, we have reached our capacity of 1,000 participants. Try again wow. later. So I will be looking at the archived session this evening. Oh, and uh, like I say, we'll 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 be bring out four or five more uh, conference sessions, and they'll they'll all be archived and available for everybody. Fantastic. Well, that segues nicely into the next question I was going to ask. You've already started to answer this. So uh, with the new normal, how is AFB conducting business? And, um, you know, just uh, take a, a peer into the future as a result of this. What do you think might change in the way as, as a field we provide services to people with blindness and low vision? Well, a, a couple, a couple of comments. We had uh, strategically and intentionally pivoted to a virtual organization uh, several years ago. We closed our large office in New York and took all of those jobs virtual. We'd um, closed our small office in Atlanta, um, sold our building in Dallas. So we have a very small physical footprint now, the small headquarters here in Arlington and a, a small sh kind of uh, shared workspace in Huntington, West Virginia, and a, a access to a WeWork in New York. So about 90% mm -hmm. of our hours were, our 90% uh, of our work hours are conducted virtually already before this happened. Now, now they all are. But we had spent a lot of time uh, putting systems together. We put together a virtual uh, workplace team uh, to analyze different tools. We've been using Zoom now for a couple of years. We have really good um, facility with that. Uh, we adopted Slack uh, as an internal productivity and communication tool. We have our staff meetings are virtual. Um, we have a 10 minute water. We built in a 10 minute water cooler time before our staff meeting begins, before we start the agenda, so people can just chat. That's nice. Um, we had a, we had a, the night of our Helen Keller Achievement Awards, which uh, were last Wednesday. We had a virtual happy hour, uh, mm -hmm. via Zoom. On Fridays, we're having virtual lunch hour for those who want to, uh, join their colleagues with lunch. So, you know, we've, we've been working on this stuff to, to be an effective virtual organization prior to this. So I think that is one of the reasons why we, we are able to keep on moving forward and do things like, like produce this um, live stream today, you know, so, so quickly. Yeah. Um, moving forward, you know, we were talking about opportunities today. We're designing a, a study right now, a research study, which is being funded by, by our partners to, focus on use of technology by blind individuals in the workplace, um, what off-the-shelf technologies are accessible, what are proving problematic, what assistive technologies are blind people really using to do what job functions, what skills do blind people really need to be successful in the workplace, what, what tools do people really need training on. And uh, the conversation today was, when we we're, we're just in the design phase phase of the study, um, we are going to have a lot greater focus on virtual work um, than we would have if we would have designed this um, three months ago. 
Right. So I think some of the opportunities here are to talk about the opportunities this focus on virtual work may open up. And I, I can't count how many times I've seen queries by blind individuals about good, meaningful work that can be done from home. Mm-hmm. And thinking about blind individuals, especially who live in rural areas, that's always been uh, oh, a goal yeah. is, is to create virtual work opportunities. And, and now everyone has to do it. And it's going to become more and more the mainstream and more and more the norm. So what, what are our opportunities here to ensure that the uh, new productivity tools that employers are asking uh, staff to use are accessible? Um, how can blind people get up to speed quickly on uh, the tools and techniques they'll, they'll need um, for virtual work? So um, I, I think that's a, that, that, that will be a, a focus, and we'll look at that as, as opportunity to take some big strides forward in, in the world of virtual work for people who are blind. Oh, that's great. Very exciting. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I hope that that is, um, you know, one, one of the possible silver linings out of this challenging time that we're all going through. So, um, Kirk, Vision Serve Alliance's collective voice, I, I, I know you'll agree, can strengthen the impact each of our members make. Would you like to share about Vision Serve Alliance membership and collaboration opportunities with AFB with, with those who are listening to the podcast? Yeah, co- collaboration opportunities. I, uh, I know that you as leader of Vision Serve are convening um, a conversation about public policy soon uh, yes. among a number of organizations. And if, uh, if we can identify collectively uh, a couple of public policy focus areas that we all, all agree on and develop some consistent messaging and strategy uh, where we have a longstanding public policy function and uh, we're very much looking forward to participating there. Um, the sharing of, uh, of resources as in the development of the the, the resource page I mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. We've, we've been grabbing, we've been grabbing stuff that uh, Vision Serve Alliance members have been putting out, good, um, and uh, and put putting it there. Um, I think participating in our virtual conference, sharing those links with others, those are intended to be meaningful, um, of the moment, timely resources that can be helpful to people. And um, I think to I think to reach out. I was talking to staff today. Um, this is a time to strengthen relationships and build relationships and, uh, um, and focus on our values. Get centered on our values and, and um, pick up the phone, talk to people, um, offer to help. Uh, let's let's be an active mutual support of one another. That's right. I couldn't agree with you more. And. Um, <clears throat> how to provide uh, effective remote services to constituents of all ages is, is on the, the front of everyone's minds in the field right, right now. So I'm really excited to listen to the, the session that you offered today and make sure all of our members know about it and share it with their staff. It's a, it sounds like a valuable resource. Mm-hmm. So anything else you'd like to share with our listeners, Kirk? 
Well, I, I want to talk about values just a little bit. And I, we had our gen, we, we've, I failed to mention this, but we've uh, added a uh, weekly uh, Wednesday morning uh, health and welfare check-in for half an hour where all AFB staff um, gather via Zoom and just check in on what, one another, uh, share some ideas. Um, we've got, we've got uh, a fair number of folks who are homeschooling their children uh, or have yeah. their children at home and they're, they're sharing, they're sharing resources. Uh, nice. Everyone's building for everyone's building blanket forts in the living rooms, <laughs> apparently across the country. Oh, or, that's, uh, that's fine. Uh, Adriana, our uh, chief community engagement officer said she slept last night in a blanket fort on a uh, mattress made of stuffed animals. So, oh, wow. There you go. <laughs> so, um, but we talked about our values, and I, you know, this this current situation is, is unfolding to be, you know, more impactful than anything I think I've seen in my lifetime. But I, I was a 25-year-old securities broker when the market crashed in 87, and you know, I was at the Lighthouse for the Blind when, when in Seattle when 9-11 happened, and our main, mm -hmm. um, our largest contract was with the Boeing company, and that got cut by 50%, and then 33%, and there were layoffs, and, you know, I became CEO at, in Seattle in January of 08, right when the economy wow. crashed, so, you know, during trying times, you know, pattern recognition tells me to, to get centered on your values and set right. a daily intention around living your values and and uh, as part of our recent processes our employee uh, communications council le led uh, an employee driven values identification process and and ours are learning collaboration innovation and excellence and we, and we talk about the fact that you don't do any of those things by yourself you reach out to others and do those things together you learn by talking to people, um, understanding what, what experiences and wisdom other people can share, uh, collaboration, uh, innovation is, is done in teams, and uh, you know, ex excellence is, uh, again, something we all need to contribute uh, to together. So we, we talked about our values and, and being, keeping those values fresh in our minds and, and thinking, about, thinking about them daily. And, uh, Again, re reaching out and connecting. Um, we're a family, and we need to treat each other like family. Amen. Nicely said. Thank you for sharing that with us. Well, um, it's a genuine pleasure to be working with you, Kirk. Uh, you're such a passionate and innovative leader. We need more than ever in this field. And um, we're looking forward to great things from AFB and with AFB over the next few years, in spite of, or, you know, maybe as a result of the unexpected challenges posed by the coronavirus. So thank you very much, Kirk. It's been a pleasure Absolutely. chatting with you. Oh, the time flew by. I it has, it. yes. <laughs> so Take care thank of you. yourself. You and yours be safe and well, and we'll talk again soon. Absolutely, you do the same. So this is Lee Nasahi talking with Kirk Adams, President and CEO of the American Foundation for the Blind. Learn more about what AFB has to offer and how you can get involved by visiting their website at afb.org. Thank you for tuning in, and I'm gonna leave you with this. Drink as you pour.
And I'm not talking about alcohol. I'm talking about as a leader, who especially now is constantly giving, take some time for self-care. Thank you. And until next time, this is Lee Nasahi with the Voices of Vision Leaders podcast. folks, Ben Lay of the Voices of Vision Leaders podcast. We want to hear from you. We want to hear how your organization and how you as leaders are doing during this new world that we live in. Are you providing virtual services? Are you doing work from home programs? What's working with those? What's not? We want to hear the good and the bad. Join the community as a guest or send us a topic you want to hear on by sending an email to info at visionserveralliance.org. Our community is a community of leaders that are working together to collaborate and ideate to create a better world for people who are blinded, have low vision, or are visually impaired. We want to hear what you're doing to keep that mission strong and moving forward during COVID-19. So share your voice on the Voices of Vision Leaders podcast and send us an email at info at We'll hear from you soon, listeners, and we're looking forward to it.